Six of I only like their old stuff. This week's show is called uh, what's it called? Tell <laughs> me <laughs> what it's called. I can't remember the title. <laughs> it's called Milestones, Landmarks, and Barometers. And uh, I'm J Ho, and this is uh, Groove, as always. <laughs> Begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah. Somebody told me this past week. That you've uh, you, you've been that I'm your sidekick <laughs> because because you introduced me as saying with me as always is groove and I totally just messed that up because because he told me to say uh, and with me begrudgingly is Jho. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. I'm not your sidekick. No. I'm not. Tim Armstrong. I don't have dreams of being a vigilante sidekick. <laughs> nice Tim Armstrong reference there. <laughs> People are furiously Wikipediaing right now, googling Tim Armstrong. Who's that? I've heard that name before. Think about Ruby Soho. It'll come back to you. Ruby, <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this welcome to a show. <laughs> oh, welcome back. If you were disappointed with last week's show, wait till you get a load of what we have in store for you this week. Oh, welcome to the best opening of I Only Like the Old Stuff yet. You know, people are probably sitting around saying, uh, I don't know, episodes five and six, I think it's pretty safe to say I only like their old stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I we like. want to start out strong and then have it be progressively crappier. You're right. Oh, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. I only like our old Well, thanks stuff. for tuning in. Yeah. Um, Since everybody complains about how long the show is, this show is this week's show is only going to be uh, three minutes long. Over. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're about done with it. <laughs> Hold on. Let me flip my hourglass <laughs> so I know whether or not people are going to be pissed at me. You have a little mark on there that shows the the pissed-off mark? It has, a, it has like... Uh, the Josh Gray level of pissed off, <laughs> the Gray level of pissed off, Papo pissed, and then, you know, down at the bottom is, like, everybody else, you know. If it goes every 30 minutes. It's funny to me because it's like, well, turn it off if it's too long. Don't <laughs> Turn it off. Don't listen to it. Don't tell them. They might listen to you. Well, that's people fine. got into the NBA Finals or the playoffs because we told them. Well, the thing is, is that unlike you, I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> well, I'm not I've getting, got I've, high hopes and dreams. I keep looking in my mailbox every day for my own, I only like their old stuff check, and there's nothing there. It's because I'm the only one. I've got my address on it. Yeah, <laughs> you do. You're not sharing. You're getting fat checks. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, let's roll into... Uh, to, wow, we're really making this one shorter this week. Like staying on track. Um, let's go into uh, number one fan of the week. Yep. And uh, oh, I'm I'm doing this one, aren't I? Yeah. All right. So this uh, this week's number one fan, we it's actually going to be number one fans. It's going to be Ruthie Ooh. and Peace. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. mixing it up a little bit. And Ruthie and Lise, we're kind of grouping them together because we used to work with them. And uh, I know I haven't talked to them in a while, and I was really happy to hear that they both listened to the podcast and really liked it and shared it with their friends. Um, they're both in college right now, and amazingly enough, it seems like some of their friends like to listen to it too, so... Shout out to yeah. We're not actually we're not sure that their friends do like to listen to it. We just know that they've initially listened to it when their friends were around. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe. So. Hopefully, we'll see if they still have friends after that. <laughs> I've actually. Uh, I just now switched my input device, so hopefully now our levels are balanced out. Which is a oh, we still got to do number one hater. Number one hater this week. You probably heard about him last week. His name's Ruffle Teeter. R-U-F-F-L-E, Ruffles Have Ridges, Ruffle Teeter. He, um... What a waffle. Little waffle. He's the number one <laughs> hater this week, not because he's uh, he's actually a pretty big fan. I don't know, if, well, he's not big. Physically. No, he's not at all big, no. no. He's, he's, a, he's a short fan. But he has been listening, uh, he's been listening to the, the episodes. Um, the reason he's number one hater is because he knows... Bar none that I'm a Houston Rockets fan, huge Houston Rockets fan now these days. My my love for that team has grown exponentially every day since the playoffs began. And so now I call myself a bona fide Rockets fan. I'd actually like to get a Kyle Lowry jersey. I'd like to get a jersey for every member of that team. Um, however, he, uh, he bet. $80 that the Rockets would lose in Game 7, and they did. And the only reason I know this is because I was at a graduation, which we'll get to at the end of the episode, um, so hold on tight for that. Um, but I was at a graduation, and I sent him a text that said, send me the score of the game. And at this graduation, he's like, oh, bummer, Rockets are losing, one minute left, I just won $80 on this game. So... Uh, <clears throat> Get your hitter blockers on because Ruffle Teeter's out to bet against Well, it's you. funny because I didn't remember this when you initially wanted him to be the number one hater of the week, but he actually hated on me too. He corrected me. He said that I said uh, one of the Celtics players was scallopini, which is actually mm-hmm. uh, an Italian dish, a delicious Italian meal. Um, mm-hmm. But it's actually some other scallop screeny or something. Oh. And so he... he uh, scallop... Scala couch potato. Scala, yeah, I just know him as couch potato. So Russell corrected me on that. Russell corrected me on that. And uh, is that why he wanted your number last week? Yeah, just to correct me. Thanks. <laughs> that guy. Jerk. He couldn't He's also... send an email to the I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. No, he needed to send a text message directly to the source to try to embarrass me. But another thing about Ruffle is he has a really terrible haircut. His mom still cuts his hair, and what she does is she puts a a cereal bowl upside down on his head and just cuts around it. He's got That's this real straight. Great callback to episode uh, five. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got this terrible bowl cut. So we'll try to put maybe put a picture up of him on the. Uh, oh, I definitely got Twitter. some pictures of him. Yeah, I got a picture of him on Twitter. We can put it on Twitter. Um, we'll actually put his phone number and home address on and Twitter social as well. security number on there. So you can go ahead and. Email you don't address. want to steal his identity, that's for sure. No. You might want to go to his house and just point and laugh. Um, Sign him up for right along, Being that our, our podcast is only three minutes this week, um, <laughs> we have hit a milestone 
of some type um, in the podcasting world. It's not necessarily a milestone in the podcasting world. However, we're new to this, and we think it's kind of a milestone. I may be a little bit more happy with oh, it. Oh, yeah, than, you think it's a milestone. Well, I think it's pretty cool. Um, this past week, um, Kevin DeLeon, let our web manager, the guy that's uh, helping us out uh, tremendously, getting us on iTunes, whatever, whatever, he uh, he sent me a, a, an email um, and let me know that we have passed 1,000 individual downloads total for all five episodes. That was um, that was actually this morning that he let me know. So it was before we recorded this episode. We had, in fact, 1,155 <coughs> unique downloads. Um, so that totals up for all five episodes. We're definitely not at 1,000 per episode yet, but I, I thought it was pretty cool that... I don't I don't trust those numbers. I don't believe in those numbers. I don't think you that's don't true. Believe in, you don't believe in, in tracking the numbers? No, I don't believe... I think those are inflated. Inflated? Well, the inflated would be the total number of downloads, not necessarily total total number of unique downloads. Okay, well, when am I getting my check from this? That's what I want to know. We hit 1000 we're supposed to get $1,000, right? Not Dang. quite. Well, what this um, what this little milestone has done for us is given us an opportunity to talk a little bit about technology, which is, uh, I think, these days on everybody's minds, technology, because it's all around us. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. As I say this, technology as, is all around you. <laughs> as I say this, the low disk space bubble <laughs> just popped up on my computer. Again, this is yeah. This is a good t- chance to address something too. People are still kind of complaining about the way that our levels are off. My levels are tend to be louder than than grooves, and we're trying to work that out. The problem is, is that I know something about adjusting audio and and balancing levels, and groove doesn't really know how to use a computer. <laughs> so we don't. But it's not my fault. Okay, well, it's not your fault, but we. So we're not – obviously, we're recording this over Skype. I can control my levels, but I can't control his levels because of the recording device we're using. And uh, so we're trying to make it work. Hopefully, it's better this week, but I don't know. It's 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 maddening trying to talk him through something to try to make it right. So, In fact, this week, I've taken a try to speak just a little bit louder into the microphone. <laughs> That's how he does it. He can't control the computer. But he can control his voice. I, this is the kind of call I get. I get calls like this from him, from Groove. Uh, man, hey, Joey, my was uh, uh, my, uh, my my computer. It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And I'm like, uh, okay, what? Did you turn it on? Uh, dude, it just started working, man. Just started working. That's like that 911 call. That lady. You can see it on YouTube if you search for a 911 call locked in a car. This lady said she's locked in her car and it won't start and the electric stuff, the windows won't roll down and stuff like that. And the lady's like, well, have you pulled up on the door lock? Because that's not electric. You can do that on your own. Because she was like, it's getting hot in here and I'm not happy and I think I, I, we need to send an ambulance or something. I'm running out of really oxygen. And she, she pulled up on the lock. She goes, oh, well, that worked. And then there's silence, and then the 911 operator's like, well, did you get the door open? She's like, yeah, yeah, I've got that, that I got that going for me now. I <laughs> guess I'm just going to call AAA. But I, I'm not that bad. I you can operate that bad. my, I'm not, I can operate my computer 
well enough to, you know, to do the things that I need to do. It's just the specialized stuff. <laughs> like adjusting the volume. <laughs> the specialized thing. I mean, I have to give you credit. Like, it's interesting to me because you are like the cell phone whiz. You use your cell phone way more than I do. You know everything about the cell phone. You're like, you know how to program it. You know how to do all this crazy stuff with it. And, you know, I, I'm just not there on my cell phone. So it's it's interesting to me that those skills don't translate over to the computer very well because you do you are pretty well versed with technology. But well, here's not here's my I think it comes from my technology upbringing, which is that before I ever really used a computer, um, aside from you know <coughs> what young men use the computer for, I got a cell phone. I got a cell phone, you know, when I was like 15 years old, and I just I hounded that thing, and, I, and I've gone through a lot of cell phones. But the one thing about the cell phone that I do every time I get a new cell phone, I've probably had like nine or ten cell phones, I, uh, I read the entire manual front to back, and I get to know everything. And, and, um, and then I start to play with it and stuff like that. And I've been getting on you know, this latest cell phone that I have, which is a, a BlackBerry Curve 8330. People do business on that phone, don't they? They do. Uh, there's a lot of people that do a lot of things on that phone. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's for it's, business. It's for doing the business. I'm a, well, I'm a businessman. I, I have a podcast are. that's got over a thousand downloads. <laughs> you are. You got to keep up with that Twitter feed. Them six, <laughs> them six people on the Twitter feed. Keep up with what they're doing. So, so you're so basically your your baseline of technology is sort of like the cell phone, right? So that's kind of where it started. With. So, but uh, mine yeah, was very different. I'm, for those that don't know, I'm older than Groove by what <laughs> six years. If they've listened to one episode of this podcast, they know that you're 31 years old and I'm 25. Okay. Well, did you say that every time? Do I? No, there was one episode where you said it like four times though. Okay. That was the prom episode. Well, anyway, prom boots and photo shoots episode two. Get it if you don't have it. What's up? Ding. What's up? Uh, okay, so. Uh, yeah, so I'm older than you, and my 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 dad worked for IBM when I was a kid, and uh, for his whole career was with IBM. And so we got a computer, a personal computer, in our house when I was six, I think, and we were one of the first people in our town to get one. And so I've grown up with a computer right there in front of me since I was really little. Um, but you know, obviously, we didn't have cell phones back then. Was it like at the dinner table? What do you mean it was right there in front of you? It was like right. It probably was on the dinner table. Okay. It was just like it was the size got, of a dinner table. We got the computer, and the computer is—it's funny to me to look back now because the computer had a—it was a big deal. The computer had a 10 megabyte hard drive in it, and now mm-hmm. uh, my cell phone has a one gigabyte memory card in it. I think you said yours has a four gigabyte memory card in it. It does. So, but like, I don't know—I don't know how many megabytes make a gigabyte. So you may want to. Explain that a little bit to our listeners. It's like a, baj- a bajillion. <laughs> a bajillion. I think it's a. I think it's a thousand megabytes make up a, a gigabyte. Um, How many KBs? Uh, in a megabyte. Uh, sure. It's either a hundred or a thousand. I don't really know. So you got like a million KBs in a GB. Yeah, you got like a jank load in a GB. Okay. okay. And so my first computer had 10 megabytes. Okay, which is But not... you give me give me some perspective. Is that like could I fit 10 megabytes into 
Let's uh, say the that. Palm of my hand. Okay, you know that. You know, let's say we had an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Okay, okay, and that's the storage space on your cell phone. Okay. Now let's say I throw a, a playing card into the swimming pool. Yeah. That's the size of that playing card. Like the, the the footprint it takes up in the swimming pool is about the size of the storage space on that first computer. What is a video game? What? <laughs> <laughs> what is a video? A video game is a game that you play on a computer or video game system. No, no. What is in a video game? <laughs> what? How many? Megabytes. Or this reminds me of that scene in Zoolander where they're like trying to get the files out of the computer. <laughs> the files are in the computer. Uh, I don't well, know. I mean, it depends on the size of the game and stuff. But if you have, let's say Tetris, because that's a game everybody's played. <laughs> how many megabytes does it take to run Tetris? I don't know. Probably not that many. Probably like a hundred megabytes at the most, or something. You couldn't even play Tetris. No, 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 no. We could play like. What did you do? Well, we didn't have Tetris back then. What did you do on a we, computer? We had this thing called Turtle Power, which was basically. If a you're not playing video games on a computer, what is what it did for? You, do? you had to like program your own video games back then. So you'd have like a list of like things you had to input into the computer, and then you could play this like really crappy, uh, simple graphic game. Like you got to land the parachute on the. Lunar Lander, yeah, like Lunar Lander, or um, they had text games too, like Zork, which were truly exciting. All you know, your like, base are belong to us. <laughs> this was before that. This is before the internet. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, and back then we didn't have cell phones. We talked on tin cans with string, you know. So. Well, the thing the thing that's frustrating about this podcast, um, besides how long it is for everybody that listens. <laughs> The thing that's frustrating is that this um, – I'm not going to say that this podcast was my idea, but I was the one that was really committed to doing it and making it happen. And I really thought that um, Jiga and I could uh, – we had an opportunity. This would be a platform for us to be able to entertain a little bit and make some, some of our friends laugh. you know. And then we thought, well, if we really kind of took it seriously, then maybe their friends would tell – some other people or our friends would tell their friends, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, maybe um, maybe we got something going on here, you know, and then maybe we could take it on the road, the Donkey Road Show. And so here I am sitting in my house, like, <laughs> really thinking about this. And there's been a couple other projects that Jigga and I have done together before. And not only that, there were a couple of projects that Jigga's done before. And the, the one thing that usually happens is that it fizzles out. Um, because, because Jigga loses interest because he doesn't get a check in the mail for whatever project it is. It's all about the Benjamins for me. It's all about the money. And, um, and the, the problem is that I've still got the want and, and the commitment that I'm, I'm devoted to the task here. And I really want to make sure that we, we do whatever it is that we're doing. And, uh, not only because it's fun, but because I think other people will enjoy it too. But I always hit my head against the wall because I have I have not the know-how. You have you have the motivation. You have the motivation, but not the skills. And I have the skills, but not the motivation. Exactly. And some would say, well, that those two complement each other. 
But uh, if you don't not really. <laughs> no, not at all. Not really. Uh, see, what to, in my defense, okay, my work, I do. I'm a graphic designer, and so all my work is revolves around the computer. And so, if I'm not getting paid for it, it takes a lot for me to get motivated to do something because, you know, I'm I'm tired of being on the computer. I'm tired of working on the computer all the time. So, Groove gets these great ideas, which a lot of them are really good ideas, and he calls me up and says, "Dude, we need to make such and such." Uh, why don't you go make such and such? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right. I'll I'll go make such and such. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, it takes a lot at ground zero to get something started. And I think the hype is that we've got a little bit, not financial payback, (laughs) but a a little bit of, of... of validation being that we've uh, passed a thousand unique downloads, even though you don't believe in the numbers. Well, I'm going to take them thousand unique downloads and see if the bank will give me a loan with that or something. <laughs> Have a hard time paying my rent with these thousand downloads. Well, oh, moving right along. Well, all right. So, growing up, did you have computers at your school? Did you have like a computer lab that you had to go to? Sort of we did have the computer lab. Here's the thing: I never took interest, right? I've never. I mean, being that I wasn't exposed to it, we didn't have a computer in my house until middle school, and then I um, I ran into something that was a bit of a bad experience that, <laughs> that kept me off the computer. For, <laughs> what? For until high school. <laughs> what? What do you mean you ran into something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a bad experience. How, what kind of bad experience did you have? Well, the internet happened when I was in middle school, and um, wow. and being that I didn't know anything about <laughs> the computers, I you know I I wound up getting into some trouble <laughs> with, with it, and um, I don't know exactly what happened, but uh-huh. uh, my. <laughs> I got my um, I got my parents kicked off AOL for some time. (laughs) (laughs) Because Uh, I I wound up, um, I was, you know, looking at stuff and um, on the internet, and apparently I sent a virus to everybody in my parents' email contacts (laughs) or something like that. And, and the the virus spread, and my parents said, you sent a virus from looking at porn, and, you know, you're we got kicked off AOL, and, you you know, you've ruined everything. <laughs> ruined flipped our lives. It, <laughs> I flipped it and said that, uh, I told all my friends, because there was instant messenger back then, you know, and that's where I was, I was instant messaging with people, whatever, whatever, and, um... And all my friends were like, where'd you go? You're not online anymore. And I was like, yeah, well, I wrote this virus, and I was... Uh, you wrote a virus. I, <laughs> just thinking the fact that you, as, as a middle schooler, yeah. you, you have about as much computer knowledge now as you probably had then. I have the same amount. So think yes. that you would claim to have written a virus. Oh. The only thing that's changed between now and then is that I, I know the home row now. And I can type faster. Okay. I can type really fast. But I, I, that's the only difference between now and then when I was hunting and pecking. And, the th- well, the thing was is that I didn't want to tell my friends why, you know, I wasn't allowed on the computer. 
You know, so I just acted like I was a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that they really believe that. Well, they, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I'm a hacker. So I didn't use computers until I hit high school. When I, but I didn't, I, you know, I mean, after that, I didn't really have any interest in it. I was, you know, I was involved in other things. I didn't even have an email account um, until I got to college. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so for me, the, yeah, we had computer labs. Um, and, uh, the only thing that I ever remember about the computer labs when I was a kid was Oregon Trail. Yeah. Everybody I mean, I mean Oregon that was the Trail. coolest day when you got to go to the computer lab and you were supposed to be learning about computers and what you wound up doing was just playing nice. Oregon Trail because whatever teacher was in charge of the computer lab was so disappointed that that was their career, you know, that <laughs> yeah. they just said, fuck it, and... Today we're playing Oregon Trail. I think everybody in America has played Oregon Trail. Or at least taken the Oregon Trail. Widespread, yeah, taken the Oregon Trail. That that was a good game. Yeah. Remember people getting dysentery and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. You get get greedy, you try to rush and go across the stream and the wagon turns over and everybody dies? Your oxen die? Yeah, that was awful. Oh, the hunting, which was just maddening, trying to shoot that little rabbit, because the controls were terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you had to, um, you had to circle around, shoot bison and deer, and and bear later on. Bear. The, uh, I was thinking earlier (laughs) about how in Oregon Trail it had, like, very little, uh, it didn't have any kind of filter, so anything you could type in, whenever you could put a name in, you could put in whatever name you wanted. And uh, a lot of my friends, I won't, I won't incriminate myself in this, but a lot right, of my friends. Right, yeah, it's not you. I just said that I was looking at porn in middle school, so, I mean, whatever. Plant porn? The, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, so my friends would put in, like, you know, dirty names, like, hey, would you blow me? And mm-hmm. uh, what's some other good names like that? That's where you got the name for your... your for my Lowe's Foods car, yeah. Hey, would you blow me? And Phil McCracken. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. So you could put those in, and when when your characters would die, it would make a gravestone for them, and those names would be up there. And so the next person to play the game, like the next day, would run into these gravestones, and you could look at them, and it would say that. And I don't know. I, it, it was kind of one of those things where you didn't get to see the person encounter the gravestone, but you kind of got to chuckle out of it anyway. So. And what's so what's the yeah? When you're in middle school, that sort of thing is really funny, and to me, it's still funny now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you put in something that I never understood. You put in a hard disk into the computer, but they called it a floppy. Right, right. And the floppy disk was the hard hard disk? Well, no, they, they used to have, when back in the old days of computers, they, oh. had, they had a floppy. I only oh, like stuff. their old stuff. Floppy <laughs> disks were like these big disks that were actually floppy. They were like plasticky and, and floppy. And then when they got to the smaller disks, which is what you were used to um they weren't were no longer floppy but they had already ha- they had already used the name hard disk on the disk drive on the uh, hard drive so yeah i don't get any of that yeah it's I all mean, I, I don't really i don't understand the concept of drive like a hard drive and a soft drive uh, well we probably shouldn't go into all that on this podcast cuz i don't <laughs> think anybody wants to hear that <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm sure nobody does. It's amazing it's, to me that you well, made I mean, it through years of college without having any computer classes or anything. No, nothing. nothing and the the frustrating thing is that my like it's like I don't even know how to use my wireless. Like I, I follow the directions and set up the wireless router. Yeah. But like every day at, at like high noon, the wireless goes out. And and I try to reconnect it and I like, like I a do cave like man. you're such a caveman. You I'm just, not a caveman. You shake no, I, the wireless router, you shake it. No. You check the, you check the wires to make the wires that go into the wall to make sure none of them are kinked. That blocks the information, you know. <laughs> blocks it from coming in the house. Well, I, I disable and repair and refresh lists and I type in the password which I didn't have a password on my wireless until somebody told me the boogeyman was going to come into the neighborhood and steal my identity. <laughs> uh, see, and I don't believe that that could actually happen because I don't know how to do it, which I know is a yeah. bad, bad this situation. Is, this to all be sounds in. like hacker shit to me. <laughs> I wrote a hack once. <laughs> yeah, you did. Watch it looking at plant porn and wrote uh, a virus. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. That's that, right? I mean, I really am uh, enjoying this podcast, but every Monday, i got to tell you, I'll tell it to the listeners in front of you, every Monday I wake up and I ask myself, is Joey going to quit today? (laughs) (laughs) Is he done? Am I going to be taking notes all day, thinking about things to talk about for the podcast, only to have... Dude, I'm just not feeling it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm not getting paid. Somebody start paying paid. me. Send donations. I need some money. Mm-hmm. Get me paid. Well. It makes me, this whole thing makes me think of this uh, Louis C.K. bit. Louis C.K. is a comedian that you're familiar with. I'm sure that the listeners are too. But he does this whole bit about how uh, how things are so awesome now, but everybody still is not impressed. It's like we have all this technology, and you can like, the example he uses is that you can use uh, email on a plane. But people still complain when the email on the plane doesn't work. Yeah. And he's like, you can check your email from a plane. <laughs> Stop complaining about it. It's the, it's not just checking email. It's also that we can fly now. <laughs> yeah, the whole fact that the plane can fly. <laughs> it's still a novel concept. Oh yeah, he does. He actually does talk about that. Yeah, he's like, you're in a you're in a giant bus flying through the air. <laughs> you should be impressed. Yeah, he's uh, he's actually my second favorite comedian. If you haven't checked out Louis C.K., you definitely need to do that. If you like Dane Cook, you'll love Louis C.K. because he tells <laughs> the same jokes better, <laughs> and he told them first. Yeah, before Dane Cook stole them. Yeah. Yeah, Louis C.K. is pretty funny. He he's a bit on Conan O'Brien a lot and stuff like that too. So, well, he had his own TV show on HBO two years ago called Lucky Louie, which was really the whole series, which was like eight episodes, maybe ten episodes, was all driven from like one act that he had, which he toured and was on CD. Because like I, don't, I mean I got <coughs> I, I watched uh, I, I'd seen the act on Comedy Central and I went to see him live one time. And it was, a, you know, I mean, it was still the same act that he had been featured on Comedy Central for, whatever, which is a really good act, but they, they basically just turned that into a TV show. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't really compl- – I mean, he talks a lot about kids being assholes. 
Yeah. You know, and, and like, you know, and, and then there's the there's the, the, the audience that laughs and then the part of the audience that goes, oh, you know, like, yeah. how are you going to call a kid an asshole? But he's like, if you can't leave your house because your friend Jack refuses to tie his shoes, he's an asshole. <laughs> He's like, your friend, your your kid is an asshole, you know, so yeah. I don't know, it's, it's funny. He's a lot of... Check out Louis C.K., he's a lot funnier than we are. I was just thinking that. If you really want to laugh by listening to just somebody talk... Just turn this off right stop now. Stop listening to us. Yeah, and listen to Louis C.K. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Flooded, flooded the YouTube videos of Louis C.K. right now. Yeah. Send me a check, Louis. <laughs> need some money. Well, we've gone past three minutes now. Okay, so we need to wrap this thing up. We're well under thirty minutes. Yeah. Um. Let's. Um. Well, we're not well under. We're like twenty-seven minutes, according to my hourglass, which I'm not telling time from a clock. I'm telling time. You're using an hourglass for my sundial. <laughs> you have like the the, the sundial dial that you wear on your wrist, like the Flintstones. Yeah. Because you're so speaking afraid of, of technology. Oh. Speaking, of, speaking of what? Nothing. Uh, uh, well, speaking of the Flintstones, I did finally wind up getting some Fruity Pebbles this week. Oh. Yeah, you sent me a, a picture of it. Was it all you had hoped it would be? Yeah, it definitely was. I don't see how that's not your number one favorite cereal. Nah. I also got shredded mini wheats, um, cinnamon streusel, which is like a new flavor. It was a premium box. Me. And, um, me. Yep. Eh, no, it was pretty good. I mean, you had cinnamon. It's like cinnamon toast crunch. Meh. But, but only no. Okay. No. Matter of fact, okay. So we didn't have cinnamon toast crunch that much as kids. The sugary cereal that I forgot that I got mixed up and said maybe we had like three boxes of it as kids. That I remember my sister because I saw my sister this this past weekend and uh, we were hanging out and stuff and um, it jogged my memory. We had golden grams. Oh, that's poor, what we yeah. had. Poor man, cinnamon and, toast crunch. Well, my sister and I feel myself yelling because I'm still <laughs> trying to compensate for the lack that my volume's too low. Uh, my sister <clears throat> does not eat cereal with milk. She re- she'll have a glass of milk in right next to the huh? bowl of cereal, but she does. And I just remember just. The intense frustration that I have <laughs> watching her eat golden grams, which would scratch the roof of your mouth. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, if you only poured the milk on them, it would get a little bit softer and you would be able to tolerate it and eat it. But she, I mean, she loved her golden grams and she loved her milk, but she would refuse to let them touch each other. And it would just frustrate the, the bejesus out of me. Oh, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be- we had more feedback about my <laughs> language cleanse than anything else so far. Yeah, it was all podcast. against you, wasn't it? <laughs> it was somebody actually, you. somebody, the one positive feedback I got today, actually, uh, was somebody saying, I do like the idea of you going through that cleanse. However, keeping a track of it is ridiculous. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I've, I've, I've since stopped keeping track because... Uh, I was starting to go into debt. I didn't have enough money to pull out of my wallet and put in the, the jar, the, the the fake jar that I was putting my money in. Yeah. So, uh, um, well, we can move right along. 
yeah. into um, our three questions that we've been asking ourselves now. Uh, what have you been listening to? What's the hype and what's not the hype? Um, so what have you been listening to, Jigga? Um, I just actually listened to this today, but I, I really like it a lot. It's the new Modest Mouse single that's out. Um, all new Modest Mouse song called Satellite Skin. And then there's yeah. a B-side of it called Guilty Cocker Spaniels. And um, I think I heard Satellite Skin at the concert I went to a couple weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't really remember the song. Um, but they just released it as like a limited edition vinyl thing, and they're going to have it on Amazon and everything soon. But um, I like pretty much everything Modest Mouse does, and I know that you do too. And it's they're, both the songs are really good, so I'm looking forward to it. You can listen to it on their website now. Um, yeah. on their MySpace page, and both the songs are really good. So, yeah, my buddy, um, my buddy Dixon actually, <coughs> he's another huge Modest Mouse fan. He goes to their website like once a week, just because. And um, he, uh, <laughs> I don't think he listens to the podcast though. Either way, he um, he actually caught them on Letterman when they performed Satellite Skin. Like that was like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were gonna release Satellite Skin with that. Um, that B-side limited LP in during record store day, which happened three weeks ago now. Yeah. And uh, but they didn't have it ready to ship in enough time, and it didn't come out during record store day. Either way, I got to I listened to the song once. I watched the YouTube video of them performing it on Satellite Sk- or, or on Letterman, and yeah, I was all right. For me, I mean, most of the stuff that they do as a band, it takes me. Um, even though I love them and I think they're great, it, I usually have to listen to a song a couple times. Yeah, it takes a little while to get into some of their songs. That's why the the B side of that, the Guilty Cocker Spaniels, I like that initially a lot better, just because it kind of reminded me of some of those slow building songs they have. But but yeah. Modest Mouse is there's there's bands that like I like and I listen to, and then there's bands that everything they do I get, and mm-hmm. and oftentimes like there's a lot of bands I'm really bad about just like in a band's like real popular material like i, I don't i don't uh, i'll admit to that um but yeah, I, I only like their old stuff yeah you only like their old stuff but um yeah. there's a couple bands like modest mouse and radiohead that i really like a lot of their b-sides and stuff a lot better than the, the stuff that they release as singles so like you too uh yeah except for his <laughs> new album we won't talk about that yeah yeah i know i get what you're saying there are there are some bands that can do no wrong in my eyes, until they actually wrong. And yeah, then and then you only like, like their old stuff. And then, yeah. Right, which is kind of, for me, I guess that's outcast. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah, with the yeah. speaker box and the love below is when I stopped listening to outcast. And I, I can't really bring myself that much or that often to bring myself to even listen to their older stuff, which I like. And we've had this debate really? a lot of which is the best outcast album ever. Equimini for show. And AT Aliens, yeah. Um, moving on. Well, I have actually not been listening to anything new this week. I've still been listening to that Cloud Cult, um, and so I'm not going to talk about that. I will talk about what I've been reading this week, because a buddy of mine, um, I went out and bought The Walking Dead, book one. Um, uh oh, comic book talk. Everybody turn uh, it off. Fast forward. <laughs> I won't talk about it too much. I'll just say that the hype behind this comic book series, The Walking Dead, is real. And it's good. And I don't like zombies. I don't like really much of anything to do with that genre. I mean, I did like 28 Days, 
or 28 Days Later, or whatever. You know, 28 Days? You like that, that, that movie with Sandra Bullock in it? 28 Days? Yeah, I like watching Sandra Bullock going to rehab. Yeah. Actually, I do like Sandra Bullock a lot. I'm just going to put it out there, and I'm gonna I'm looking forward to going to see The Proposal. Yeah. With with Ryan Reynolds. Why not? You got, Why not? Do you have the net on your neck? <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of technology, technology. yeah. <laughs> Finally. Now, see, they stole her identity. What an upstate movie. What a real movie. A slice of the times there. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously, go back. It, it, it comes on TV about once every three months. I would say watch at least ten minutes of it. There's a lot of dated things in that movie. Yeah. And, um, a lot of drama, though. A lot of, a like, lot I of- need to clean this image up. Zoom in on it. <laughs> you know, like, that's they do on everything. It's like, that's impossible. <laughs> clean up the security camera footage. I need to zoom in. Actually, it's impossible unless you have an iPhone. Yeah. Don't get started on Just that. touch, touch with two fingers and spread your fingers. Oh, the pictures on this iPhone are awesome. I wish I could send them via text message to somebody else. Oh, Isn't wait, my iPhone okay. awesome? Isn't my iPhone awesome? Say my iPhone's awesome. Say it. Oh, we alienated 75% of our listeners. I don't um, care. I don't want the people to listen anyway. Except for my girlfriend, she listens on the iPhone, so that's okay. Uh, if you if, have yeah. a picture on your iPhone and you want to send it to me, you can send it to my email address, IonlyLikeGirlsStuff.com. Do you know how to check that? <laughs> <laughs> they might need to just send it to me. <laughs> at IonlyLikeGirlsStuff.com. Yeah. Or at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, and remember when Gmail was like a club? Like, yeah, you, you really wanted to get in there. You only had, like, five invites to give yeah. to somebody, and now you just signed up. Same with same with Facebook. You know, ironically, I am behind the times on most everything. Well, not really behind the times, just ignorant <laughs> to how to operate most of the things that I use. But I was on Facebook, like, when a buddy of, when, when somebody that already had it had to invite you to it. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't even know. Like most people got in when you had to have a .edu yeah. uh, email address, but I it was, was only for I colleges. Actually, yeah. But it was before that. It was when you had to be invited by somebody, and I felt really special when my buddy Matt he, he invited me to it. And then I thought, oh, this is stupid. And you're like, <laughs> oh, how am I going to sign up for this? I don't know how to use a computer. Right. So I only like, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, Facebook's cool and all, but it was a lot cooler back when. Uh, you had to be invited. You only like their old stuff. Yeah, yeah only like, God. They really yeah. sold out. We're, yeah. Facebook is the number two checked website now. Did you know that? It's number two right after Google. I, think I did know that, yeah. It yeah. doesn't surprise yeah. me. Now people are going to start going back to MySpace. <laughs> uh, Facebook was cool, but I want colors other than blue and white. MySpace is uh, retro, man. Well, so The Walking Dead, I'm actually, a buddy of mine let me borrow a couple of, the, see the the copy, like the books or whatever, are only like six issues collected, yeah. and the story is still going on now. Like book nine comes out in like August, or book ten comes out in August, book nine is out now, I think. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm about to start book five tonight, and um, I don't know, it's really good, it's... Um, I suggested earlier today that it may be better than Preacher, and um, uh-huh. we talked about Preacher, so I don't know. It's good. It's not about zombies, 
zombies are like the, the setting, really. The zombie apocalypse is the setting. It's really more about um, personal relationships and um, what what people do to live. You know, like when everything that you take for granted is taken away, what do you what do you do then? You know, and um, that goes right in with that Louis C.K. bit. You know, yeah. everything's awesome. Fuck you. Fuck everything. It's yeah. Not awesome. Yeah. So. Sorry for using that curse word. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. That's what I've been reading. Um, but I am, <coughs> I'll just go right into what's the hype. All right. Um, because I will be talking about this next week, but what's the hype for me is today in the mail, I just got my brand new copy of the Belleville Outfits second CD. It's called Time to Stand. And... Um, Number one hater this week was Ruffle Teeter, and I guess we might... I don't know how he feels about his his brother, but uh, Ruffle's older brother, Rob... Who has a worse haircut than, than Ruffle, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Worse. And actually, these pictures, uh, in the, his haircut's gotten worse. Yeah. And it's, like he, it's like he went to Supercuts and asked them to mess up his hair, and then he went and got his picture taken for this album. Yeah. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. But their music is really good. Their first album's called Wandering. You can find either one of these albums on iTunes and get them, or you could probably go... Get them from Amazon. Get them from Amazon. I bet you can get them off of there. You could probably get them on Amazon. There's no need to buy anything off of iTunes. Amazon doesn't have DRM, and it's cheaper. So. I don't know what DRM is. Oh, oh no. What right. is it? It's the, the digital rights management. It's uh, copy protection. Oh, like I can only make seven copies of something I buy from iTunes? Yeah, so if you want to make a mix CD for friends or whatever, it doesn't allow you, it hits a point where it won't allow you to make any more, or put, any, put it on any more, you know, so. I will say that every mix CD I've made since the Belleville Outfit started making music, one of their songs has been on it. If that goes anywhere with listeners about whether or not I like these guys, they make really good music, um, they're, uh, I don't want to describe their music too much, part swing, Gypsy. Um, it's kind of uh, jazz folky. stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's um, uh, and, and Luke Wilson's a fan, right? <laughs> if you look at Luke Wilson's Twitter page, he hasn't updated since like Twitter began, but his only tweet was like, oh, really? The Belleville Outfit? I'll have to check them out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're from Austin, Texas. and um, But really, if you go to the website, which is like BellevilleOutfit.com, you can spell it B-E-L-L-E-V-I-L-L-E, Outfit. Um, you can check out their tour schedule. They're on Facebook as well. Um, and um, and they're probably going to be in a town near you because that seems to be all they do is drive around and play music. And um, But they're enjoyable to watch live too, really fun to dance to. Anyways, that's my What's the Hype. What are you hyped on this week? Uh, my What's the Hype, uh, let me set it up. So my girlfriend had surgery this week, uh, mm-hmm. which is not hype, you know. I don't like mm-hmm. to hear people having surgery, but um, she came over to my house and hung out with me. And uh, do you not believe in surgery? No, I do believe in surgery. I just, you know, okay. it's you don't want to hear that somebody has to have surgery. Sure. I don't know. I mean, it's a good thing she needed to have it done or whatever. But um, anyway, so recovering, she decided to come to my house and hang out. And uh, so we were just kind of bumming around all weekend. And she said that she wanted to play some video games, um, which of course. Being a nerd like myself, it's every nerd's fantasy to have a girlfriend who wants to play video games, right? Sure, so, for longer than five minutes. Yeah, who really genuinely wants to play video games. And so uh, I was trying to figure out what we were going to play, and this there's this game 
called Castle Crashers. That's uh, oh god, we've talked about comic books and now we're about to talk about video games. Yeah, yeah, we're really gonna <laughs> knock it out. Um, so stop listening now if you don't like comic books, or video <laughs> games, which is everybody seems that listens to this. But uh, Castle Crashers anyway is like a real simple game. It's kind of like a old school beat 'em up kind of game. Uh, reminiscent of like old Nintendo games or whatever. It's got a really cartoony style. It looks kind of like Samurai Jack or a. It looks like a Flash cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks kind of like uh, Powerpuff Girls or something like that. Real cartoony. But um, you're playing these little knights and you walk around and you, you like beat people up, like the enemies up, and you can cut their heads off. And it's kind of bloody actually, even though it's kind of cartoony. Um, but it's a fun, simple game. We were all playing it a couple months ago and then kind of stopped playing it. And uh, I was like, well, maybe she'll like this. And so we played it, and she did not want to stop playing it. And we played it for six hours, I think, and beat the whole game. Um, played yeah. it straight through, and she was like, loved it. And we actually played it again the next day. And like, she's real excited about me getting some more games that we can play together like that. Bonding. So, bonding. There you go. So that, that was my what's the hype. I was pretty excited about that. Nice. Did you level up enough to... Are you at the top level of any of your characters? Uh, Not quite the top level, no. What happens when you get the top level? I don't know. I haven't leveled out any of my characters. Uh, I, I'm close on a couple of them. I started a new one with her. But. I'm that guy that... I, I, I try to make everybody everything even. Yeah. It's like I have like all my characters like medium. Yeah. So I don't have anyone that's like really good. Yeah. And it's the same with like everything in my life. Like, I don't know, like... Everything in my house is evenly dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't have one, one, one room that's cleaner than the rest, which is why I'm reluctant to clean. Like every now and again, because I can't clean just one room. I have to you clean should it all. keep a balance. But like if I like if like a knuckle in my finger pops, then I have to wait five minutes and pop everything in my body until I can move <laughs> on. And stuff like that. I mean, like if if the side of my head itches, then I have to. I don't know. I have to scratch it all. I don't. <laughs> Weird. Which video games are not very conducive to those sort of little twitches and things. It makes it frustrating sometimes. Yeah. But. I can't move on. Uh, well, what's not the hype? Uh, you want me to go? Sure. Uh, my what's not the hype is that uh, the team that I've been following in the NBA playoffs, the Celtics, got eliminated the other night and mm-hmm. uh, by the Orlando Magic and... Uh, I was just kind of bummed about that because I was actually really getting into that team and really thought they were going to make it out. And um, they won, you know, they won the championship last year, but they have a lot of injuries and stuff. So, but they lost. So, well, you know, same. Obviously, the same thing happened with the Rockets, the team that I'm liking. And um, in fact, uh, speaking of this Orlando Boston rivalry, not rivalry, but playoff series, is that uh, one of our listeners, C Murda, uh, sent a text. Um, Talking, talking some smack about you. About um, me? Yeah, hyping up Boston too much because he he lives down there um, in Orlando. Oh yeah, he's from there and he's a he's a big fan of the Magic. Which I don't. If it, how are you going to be a fan of a team named the Magic? I don't know, but I can get behind Dwight Howard. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And not only can I get behind Dwight Howard, but if I were actually behind Dwight Howard, nobody would see me. Dude has, man, yeah, he, he's got incredible shoulders. I cannot believe yeah. that a human being has shoulders like that. You remember that Mario movie? They came yeah, out, and, yeah, the, yeah. and they were like the Koopas that had like the huge bodies and just yeah. the little lizard heads? Yeah. That's what Dwight Howard looks like. He looks like a Koopa from the Mario movie. Yeah. Literally. His shoulders, 
they are the largest shoulders to ever exist. Yeah, giant, just ridiculously large shoulders. He got, I think his nickname is Superman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I, I like the magic okay. I mean, I like him, and there's a couple of other players that I've, I know a little bit about, but. Skip I don't to my know. Lou. Yeah. Getting violent on the basketball court. Getting violent, knocking them down. Slapping people upside their head. But, uh, yeah, I was, bu- you know, yeah, I mean, both of us have a reason to kind of be bummed out because we're into the NBA now. We're big fans, and both of our teams are out. So. Speaking of, Great. though, I did watch Kobe doing work on Saturday night on ESPN, and if you do have Netflix, you can just um, search Kobe doing work. I think it comes out in, like, four days. No, it may come out today, in, like, the 19th. Is today the 19th? Uh, today is the 18th. 18th, so tomorrow, um, Kobe doing work comes out on Netflix. You can put it on your queue. I thought that it would be – it was different than I thought it would be, but it wasn't anything uh, – like Spike Lee did a little um, like intro, um, and I don't know if it's going to be on the DVD or if it was on ESPN only that he did this like introduction to the, to the documentary. But he said specifically, this is a documentary about the greatest player in the NBA right now. And I was thinking, okay, sure, but it's probably about the Lakers, too. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's about Kobe. Right. It's only about Kobe. They recorded him playing. I mean, the Lakers played the Spurs to see who would get home court advantage in last year's playoffs. And it was a really big, really important game. And um, the Lakers were behind, like, a half a game, you know. And, yeah. and, and, and so if they won, they got home court. If they lost, then the Spurs got home court. And – um, the, they had like 30 video, 30 cameras and they were all on Kobe. <laughs> yeah. So like the whole, the whole game you're, you're watching Kobe. You don't really get to see the game unfold that well. I mean, you see a cup, they used a couple of the stock footage shots from like whatever, you know, I think it was like ABC filming the game. Yeah. You know, so you got to see like half a second or like maybe five seconds of the of, of what you would see on the television yeah. if you were watching the game. But it was mainly all on Kobe. And the thing is, they they cut and edited the documentary, and then uh, near the end of the season, right before the playoffs, Kobe had um, it was when he scored sixty one points against the Knicks, and he went into a room after the you know the press conference after the game or whatever and watched the documentary with. Um, Spike Lee and basically just did a voiceover um, like an audio commentary that you would see on like the bonus features on a regular DVD. So that's the documentary. It's him mic'd up during the basketball game and you can hear him talking to some of the other players and talking to the refs and that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it did show like in the locker room before the game during halftime and after the game, too. So you got to hear, like, Phil Jackson talking a little bit about the game. And the funny thing was I was watching it with somebody that doesn't really follow basketball, um, McKenzie's roommate, Sarah, and, and she was saying, like, like the thing about it that kind of catches you off guard is that Kobe talks a lot, and it seems like from that documentary that he coaches the team more than Phil Jackson does. Right. So, like, Phil Jackson's into Zen. You know, and he's into, like, letting things play out. Like, he doesn't call a timeout if the other team goes on a scoring run. You know, he likes the guys to, to play their way out of it, you know, and he doesn't want their his his players to play with emotion. You know, he wants them to play with, like, basketball intelligence, you know, because if it's a 40 minutes, it's a long game. He doesn't, you know, it's not all about the emotions because emotions come and go, but you want to play consistent and execute. And so there were a couple of things um, 
that Kobe said in the voiceover that were really pretty interesting. Uh, but overall, I'd give it maybe a B minus C plus. Um, the shots were great. You know, it was fun to watch, but um, it wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. However, yeah. I'd still put it if you're if you got Netflix, I'd put it on the queue and watch it. Um, especially if you've got that bundle, that three DVD at a time uh, package. But if you got that one DVD at a time, you better watch it on like a weeknight, and not waste your whole weekend watching it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, which I'm sure not it does. A weekend, one yeah. Right, I'm turn a-, a good movie in on a on a Saturday and get get Kobe doing work on Monday. Yeah. The uh, so uh, that reminds me of another thing that we looked at right before the podcast. If you haven't seen the Kobe Lebron Puffett commercials that Nike's doing, uh, Google yeah. them. I'll try to put them on the Twitter feed. The second one is really funny. Uh, it's just a puppet version of Kobe and a puppet version of Lebron. They're like roommates, and uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I mean to set it up. If you're not familiar with um, like the pregame ritual that Lebron does, Lebron grabs chalk. And he slaps his hands together, and he and he throws his hands in the air. Which is a, which is a, he get, he gets that from Michael Jordan, I think used to do that. Oh really? I didn't know that. But he does that before every home game, and everybody in the crowd loves it. You know, I mean, he's yeah. a showman. You know, so that sets up a little bit the first commercial. You know, the uh, uh, the first out of the, of the two that have been aired, and apparently LeBron said they've done four, and. Um, Joey and I were talking about. <laughs> It'd be cool if they were in the finals together. But, That's what they're hoping they're, for. They're saving them for them for that finals matchup. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and go on the record right now and say that the Lakers will not make it to the finals. It will be the Nuggets versus the Cavaliers in the finals. If anybody wants to bet on the Lakers against me, email us at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com because I will take that bet. So long yeah. as it's under like fifty dollars, <laughs> I can't bet more than that. I'm not, I'm not allowed to speak publicly about the Lakers, so I'm not going to make a call on it. Okay, well I'll just jam into what's mine, not the hype this week. Um, been trying to work extra hours uh, at the hotel <laughs> because oh, no. I'm getting ready to move and I want some extra money. And and the general manager knows this, and um, so he's been kind of creative with um, finding odd jobs around the hotel for me to do. Mm-hmm. They're, like, not really jobs that, that need to get done, per se. It's busy work. It's kind of busy work. And so this past Thursday, I um, <clears throat> I was painting the curbs in front of the hotel yellow. Like, the parking zones, mm-hmm. or, like, the no-park zones. It's not that they're actually no-park zones. It's just that sometime, whenever that hotel was built, somebody thought it was a good idea to paint certain sections of the curbs yellow. Like, underneath the, you know, like, the canopy where you park to go in to check in, and then around, like, the handicap parking and stuff like that, you know, different sections. Like, if you're walking into the hotel but not walking in the front door, there's a little sidewalk on the side of the hotel. It's got a little bit of yellow there. Just mm-hmm. so you know it's a curb and you don't trip on it and that kind of stuff. And, um, I, you know, interestingly enough, though, I will say, whenever you see yellow on a curb, take a look at it. Because it's probably messed up. <laughs> Why? It's probably, well, because people hit curbs with their tires, man, and those tires leave marks. Yeah. I didn't notice how bad the yellow was on any curb ever. I just knew it was yellow curb. You, you know, you don't. Check to see if a curb is cosmetically 
good looking, you know. But yeah, painting, I do. But, yeah, well, I, well. So, anyways, I was sitting outside in in the blazing sun for six hours, bent over, kneeling down, squatting, sitting, sweating. anything I could do, sweating profusely, obviously, <laughs> um, with a four inch roller and some some yellow paint that kept drying like immediately. It would dry from the bucket to the curb and it was tremendously frustrating and what happened was i got um if you don't know already i do shave my head because i'm going bald i've been going bald since i was like 15 and uh, and one day when i was 17 years old i i had a brilliant idea to shave my head because it was i was going to the state wrestling tournament i want to look mean and the hair just never grew back and so it grows back in some places mainly above my ears and, and in the back of my head, but not really <laughs> on the top of my head. And um, so I had this bald head out in the sun for six hours. And I knew, like, I knew that I should have been wearing a hat, but I didn't have a hat. And I hate sunscreen because I hate any kind of lotion. It took me oh, a me really too, long time yeah. to start using soap. Like, I didn't really use soap until, like, I hit puberty. And <laughs> so, I, you know, so anyway, so I didn't want to put sunscreen on and... The greatest invention, by the way, is the spray sunscreen, because I'll use that stuff. I'll spray it on if I don't have to. It's just spray. You spray it on. <laughs> anyway, so I um, so I got really sunburned on my head. And it wasn't until I was going to one of these graduations this weekend. I, I went to two graduations, but I went to this one on Sunday. <laughs> and I, on, on, on Sunday afternoon, I decided that my head isn't going to hurt too much anymore. It had started to die off, the sunburn. And um, so I shave my head, and I get out of the shower, and my entire dome, everything on my head is peeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's been peeling since. I'm still peeling my head right now. As uh. And it's like peeling skin, like on your shoulders after a little sunburn, is disgusting enough. But imagine having to walk around and, like, be at, like, a graduation, people in, like, suits and stuff, and you've got a head of just, like, it's like, it's like a, I'm molting and growing a new skin, yeah. and my head is, like, peeling in front of everybody. And I had to go to work today and stand at a front desk, and I would, like, touch my head, not thinking about it, and there would just be, like, flakes of skin falling down under the front desk. I was just thinking how awkward it must be for people checking in wanting to say, dude, do you realize that your head is peeling? You know, but not saying anything about it. It's really not the hype. <laughs> Sunburns in general are not the hype. I recently, yeah. I burn my nose every time I go out in the sun and it sucks. Yeah. I hate getting sunburned. Yeah. I actually, the first, you know, we, the family would take a vacation to the beach, um, you know, every summer for a couple of days or whatever when I was a kid. And I remember those being some of the, the worst moments would be my family forcing me to put sunscreen on because I hated it. And I would always back up as they were trying to apply it to me and that kind of stuff. And it was such a hassle. It was that and taking pictures. I was such a little bitch about it. And, um, yeah, I hate sunscreen. And, I still hate sunscreen. It's awful. Well, it was, I was, the I was, smell. Four, 14 years old, 15 years old maybe, and my family finally said, you know what, Dave, if you don't want to put it on, <laughs> you don't put it on. And I spent an entire day outside of the beach, and that night I was throwing up. I had boils all over me, and I was in the shower, like a cold shower. My temperature was like 105. Yeah, you got sun and, poisoning. Yeah. yeah, I got sun poisoning, and I learned my lesson. Uh, 
I uh, I've applied sunscreen ever since. Um, it's been an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, you thought we were gonna be done, audience. You thought we were gonna be yeah. done like 20 minutes ago, but then we started going Jokes on, on tangents. You. <laughs> Jokes on you. Well, let's move right into grab bag. Um, which this this week's grab bag is gonna be called barometer, and um. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna explain some situations or essentially I'm gonna ask Joey, who's gonna be the barometer of whether or not something is appropriate or inappropriate, and uh, it might work out, it might not, it probably won't, but we're gonna try we'll it. See. And just so you know, grab bag next week will be us viewing movie trailers independently and not talking about them. So if you've got any suggestions of a movie trailer that you would like us to watch, it doesn't matter. If the movie came out in 1985, just get us to watch some movie trailers and um, discuss whether or not they're going to be good. Um, email it to I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, first question uh, on Gchat or any online messenger type deal, whether it be Facebook chat, Gchat, instant messenger, whatever. Talking about sex on Gchat. Um. I'm going to say inappropriate because I've I've learned the hard way that anything that you don't want people to find out or know about, you shouldn't write it down. And Gchat involves writing things down, and there's actually – you can save a record of things on Gchat, so there's a good chance someone's going to find out about it. Okay. What's your opinion? Like Mama said, if you don't uh, – what? the Don't write anything down that you don't want the world to read. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Note taken. Inappropriate. Nude picture messaging over the phone. <laughs> Obviously not with iPhones. Um, I'm, yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, that's really what the what the the phone the uh the camera phone was made for. I think. <laughs> to be honest with you. Right. Right. Okay. Um, it depends on who it is. Obviously, if it's your uh, if it's your wife or girlfriend, appropriate. If you have a wife and a girl or a girlfriend, and uh, you're getting nude picture messages from some other friend, mm, inappropriate. Whether it be guy or girl, right? Okay. Don't discriminate. <laughs> inappropriate. I don't know. Mildly inappropriate. Situationally inappropriate. Context, context-based, appropriate or inappropriate. Make sure you trust the person before you send them a picture. I know all these new pictures of me got put on the internet. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Somebody tried to put him on the National Enquirer as Liam Neeson. Because some people think I look like Liam Neeson. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you gotta, you got to watch out for things like that. Right. <laughs> With the nude pictures. And when somebody tells you they erased it, oh, erase it, erase it. They didn't erase it. I'm going to tell you right now. How much of this have you done? <laughs> I'm just saying because of people I've talked to. Right. Not me, personally. But yeah, other people. Okay. Okay. Um, what if I were to say on the podcast that this past week I ate so much Fruity Pebbles within 24 hours that my poop turned green? Inappropriate. Okay. Personally inappropriate for me because I get squeamish talking about stuff like that. Okay. Well, it didn't. Okay. Good. Then you didn't Maybe. talk about it. Right. 
Okay, so the last one, because this, I can't think of any other ones. Um, I was at the graduation of a college that I went to to see some of my friends that were a year behind me graduate. And we had best-selling author, syndicated radio host, and now television host, Dave Ramsey, the financial peace guy, give the commencement address. Okay. This year? This year. Okay. Okay. Do you know who he is? Uh, I've heard that name, but I don't know. Dave Ramsey is this guy that made like $4 million in real estate by the time he was 26 years old and then lost it all. Okay. Went totally bankrupt. And then he wound up getting rich again. And uh, I think it was through real estate, but um, these days – what he does is he's like a personal money manager for people, and he also – his radio show is about teaching behaviors regarding money and okay. finances that's like – that gets you out of debt, you know, and, and, and his one of his slogans is get live real like paid. no <laughs> – Right. Get $1,000 for a 1000 real paid. <laughs> yeah. One of his slogans is live like nobody – so that you can live like nobody. And his whole thing is like, buy a car that you can afford. Don't take out a loan to pay for a car. And then save that money and then buy the next car, you know. And it's yeah. like, buy a clunker, you know. All this kind of stuff. I mean, it's whatever it is. It's like, don't take on too much debt to where it becomes unmanageable. Anyways, the guy's got a pretty good story. Rags to riches to rags to riches story. Yeah. And um, he's got some family that used to be involved. Shit, I just said the name of the uh, dog. That'll be uh, bleeped out. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I don't guess it really matters. Anyways, he spoke, and um, his topic was hope, real hope. Okay? That was the title hmm. of the commencement speech. And he said that, you know, he opened up saying, well, lots of things, you know, um, hope has been used as a as – a, political slogan and it's not a political slogan and all this kind of stuff and, and the entire thesis of his speech was about doing three things to keep hope alive don't project your past failures into the future don't put your hope in the wrong thing and the third one was um oh keep perspective okay be able to see the bigger picture kind of stuff mm-hmm but I oh, spent a long I, time coming up with that, didn't he? <laughs> wow. You know, Thanks well, for the that. Speech was pretty good. He brought up a yeah. lot of good things, whatever, whatever. Okay. But it's very obvious. I mean, this guy was name dropping all the way through talking about all these authors he's met and all this. Guy. This guy, so-and-so just wrote a really good book. I've been reading it. He's a good friend of mine, that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And, um, just name dropping left and right. And the biggest name drop that he, that he had and and I don't want it to sound – it's not that – I'm not judging his – where it came from, okay? But just consider the context here, okay? This day is, is about the graduates mm-hmm. who spent, you know, four years at this institution getting a liberal arts education, and their families are there, and it's an outdoor graduation, and there's probably – I don't know, like 5,000 people there, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not huge. I mean, the school itself is only 1,100 students, but it was, it was pretty massive considering the size of the school. 
And he's standing up there walking around the stage. He wasn't even standing on the podium because he said this speech so many times. Okay? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it wasn't really specific to the students, you know. Um, but he said when he was talking about um, the uh, put, don't put your hope in the wrong place or whatever. Yeah. He said specifically, and I quote, he said, put your hope in the blood-stained hands of Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa, name dropping. Truly name, name dropping. Really? I mean, he dropped the name. And all the, non- <laughs> and all the non-Christian students just began weeping. Oh. Well, it was, I mean, it was just like, it's not that, I, I don't have a problem with him believing in JC, you know, like hyping up JC, that's fine, but, Dude, you know, I mean, you're out of five thousand people. That's probably going to offend somebody. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean well, it, uh, all right. Let me clarify: Is this college a religious-based college? It started as a religious college, and now it's um, on a voluntary affiliation basis. Okay. So yes, that made him feel more comfortable, perhaps saying that. That definitely. Made, now here's the thing: When he said that, I looked at the person next to me. Uh, who I kind of knew, yeah. you know, but not, didn't really know that well. We graduated together, but we and we were in the same major, but like I, I, I never really hung out with her or anything. And I looked at her, and, and we both were just like, "Whoa!" You know, like oh, he, he just yeah. he just said he didn't just say JC, you know, he said the blood-stained hands of JC, you know, and it was like, "Whoa!" And uh, and then and every I'm, I'm telling you, like he he stopped, and like and like he let that. Marinade. Um, the, uh, but then after like what felt like 10 minutes, you know, but it was really only like five or 10 seconds, there was like one section of the audience that started clapping. <laughs> so it was, it was like, it was like, you know, wow, we've, we've gone there. Dave Ramsey just took us there. That just happened. Which I expected something of the type because he does talk about i've listened to his radio show every now and again because it's like it's pretty cool i mean the dude's got some good uh, practices and and behavior patterns when it comes to money you know right. but like but but he also he infuses his faith into the radio program so i kind of expected something like that to come but i thought it would be much more general than that image you know and i'm like so I guess my question to you, when giving a commencement speech <laughs> in a small liberal arts college, is it appropriate to quote that? I'm going to say you inappropriate, don't... but I'm going to give it a caveat because the dude can say whatever he wants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like he's got his opinion. He can say whatever he wants. It's not like he has I mean, to like censor a, himself. He's got an honorary degree. They hired him to do that, and he can say whatever he wants. I'm going to say nah, I, I wouldn't really go there. Regardless of my religious beliefs, I wouldn't really go there just because I think it's like I don't know. It's a line in the sand. Well, yeah, it's like you're you're like qualifying your whole all the rest of what you've said based on that one, predicating it on that one point. Mm -hmm. Like those who those who believe the way he believes are going to say, "Oh, that's great," and the people that don't believe how he believes are going to say, "Oh, everything you've said is wrong," and I'm not going to listen to any more. Maybe. I guess that would still be a little bit unreasonable because I, I'm not sure that JC has much to do with how you manage your money. I don't know, though. I mean, I'm not Dave Ramsey. 
you know, but either right, way, it was right, like, right. holy mackerel, we're sitting here outside. In fact, just um, if any, if that last little well, discussion it, turned anybody off, I will just, I'll just throw this in there, and maybe you can just remember this and not think of anything else. It was an outdoor graduation. I threw in a huge dip, and I was spitting the entire time. <laughs> Inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Inappropriate. So. Wow. And um, yeah. Okay. So I I I wasn't graduating, and I didn't really have any family in the graduation. Yeah. Me, I was like that weird guy that was there. Um, but they did have refreshments set up afterwards. Tell yeah. me whether or not this is appropriate or inappropriate. They had refreshments set up for you know friends and family and professors, whatever. Go in there, get a drink of punch, and they had cookies. Right. Uh, I went back three times. I wound up taking seven cookies, appropriate <laughs> or inappropriate. I wasn't even with anybody when I, when I was under the tent. Uh, that reminds was, me of these these three delicious cookies represent the three <laughs> delicious NBA championship rings I won. <laughs> you gotta go see that LeBron Kobe puppet thing. Um, yeah. If there's free cookies to be had, I say fair game, man. Eat as many as you can get away with. I get I can't stand going to a, to a party or something where they have a buffet because I feel like I feel really self conscious because I'll eat and I want to go back through the line but then I feel like everybody's staring at me as the dude who's going back through the line again. You know I I so, face that dilemma every day I work at the hotel. Yeah. Because we have a free hot breakfast at the hotel: biscuits, gravy, sausage, bacon, and eggs. Yeah. And I roll over there some days. You know what I mean? Like I eat breakfast before I go to work. But, like, my boss was like, you know, when they're shutting down breakfast, if there's anything left over, I mean, the hot stuff we got to throw away if we don't use it. You know, he's like, I'd rather you eat some of it than us have to throw it away or whatever. Just make sure everybody else has had some. Yeah. And, like, the breakfast on the weekdays ends at 930 in the morning. Yeah. And, so, and, it, and it's like, it's I don't want to eat it. I'll just put it there. I don't want to eat it. But I have to. Yeah. Just just a little bit, just like I have some of that. Just a, yeah. just a couple pieces of bacon, maybe you know, yeah. or maybe like a biscuit. But it's like I mean, it's all that really kind of like I mean, it's you know, it comes in a box, yeah, you know? and it gets heated up, and you're like, ah, I don't want to eat this, but I have to because I get a little bit hungry for a little snack. You get know? that buffet anxiety. That's what I call yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what the uh, point was. Like I go out there, and there's like. Even though breakfast is being shut down, like there's people still sitting out there either eating or drinking coffee or talking to each other. And like I walk out there, you know, with my ridiculous like, yellow shirt on and my yeah. name tag, and I like look at people. And like the the lady that does breakfast, because you have somebody that has to tend to it, she's like real nice and talks to everybody and like knows all the little kids' names and gives them little cookies and stuff like that. She's just yeah. like made for that job, you know. Yeah. And I roll out there and I just like I'm scared to talk to anybody. Because I feel like they think that I shouldn't be there, combined with the buffet anxiety that everybody feels in the <laughs> yeah. first place. So it's like I feel like I'm just gonna like try to be scooping some fake eggs or something, and it's just all gonna fall apart, and it's gonna be my fault, and everybody's gonna <laughs> laugh. At me. And they're like, "You're get, you're working here. You ah, this is our free breakfast." Which is, I- I always walk away from a buffet hungry, which is like completely against the whole notion of a buffet, like at a party <laughs> or a wedding. I mean, not at like a Chinese buffet or whatever, but because I have this anxiety, like I'll just take a little bit of everything and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm still hungry. Can't really go back through the line. Those people have seen me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Has, does everybody have a plate? Does yeah. everybody have a plate here? Because if somebody's not got a plate, then I can't go back through yet. 
Yeah. Does everybody have a play? Yeah, I I'll just let me throw this out there before we close. I'll just close this with this story. Um, for the record, if you're going to a hotel and you're getting a room for the night, yeah. Okay, and you're paying with a debit card, not a credit card. All right. Specifically a credit card, but you're paying with a debit card that can double as a credit card. It doesn't matter. If it's a debit card, the hotel will hold a certain amount of money. Right. As an incidental safety net. Yeah. Okay? That money will be returned to your bank account within 72 hours. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. But every single hotel does this. Yeah. Okay? Motel 6 all the way to the Ritz-Carlton. If you're paying with a debit card, they hold money. Okay. That's understood. And now, I thought that was understood by everybody. Um, and, and there's a little plaque on the front desk that you, as a guest, stand directly in front of when you're talking to a hotel employee. Okay? Yeah. The guy checking you in. There's a plaque in between you and the person checking you in. This specifically says, if you're paying with a debit card, there's, you know, for our hotel, there's a $20 fee or, or hold per night. So if you're staying two nights, we're going to hold $20 per night. We're not going to take out $40 at the front. We're going to take out $20 every night and just hold it and then return it. This lady rolled up this morning. <laughs> slapped the front desk. Slapped it as hard as she could and said, I need to get some information. Always a good way to start your uh, your negotiations yeah. with somebody. Said, um, what is this I hear about a hole being put on my card? And um, just looked at her and said, well, we, we, you know, if you pay with a debit card, we have a $20 hold each night. Well, why didn't you tell me that? How come I didn't know? And I just I just put my hand on the plaque. I said, it's right here. It's at every hotel. And she just went on and on. Anyways, we took some money off her room. So I guess, you know, I mean, really, you could just make a fuss. If you make a big enough fuss, you're going to get a lower room rate. Yeah, just make a scene and anywhere you go. Just make a scene. But it was really embarrassing. It was one of the top three most upset guests that I've had at the hotel. Slap the desk. So I need to get some information. I'm... Luckily, the guy that I was working with took most of the heat. Because <laughs> nah. it's really funny, the dynamic. If you've got two people working at the front desk of a hotel, like, um, he, uh, if I don't want to handle something, I'll just, like, stare at the computer screen. Oh, way to go, way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I wound up walking from the front desk just to the back of the hotel. The more she got upset, the 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 higher the uh, the situation escalated. I the further away from the front desk I got. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, so just be wary of using your debit card. You might you might get because she was getting charged. She got charged an overdraft fee. Because <laughs> 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 sold out totally. And I'm thinking, what are you doing? You know, with that you can't. You know, twenty dollars. Yeah. You know, like, come on. You don't need to be staying in a hotel. You don't need to be staying in a hotel. You don't, yeah. You don't need to be spending $100 in a hotel room if you can't afford the $20 hold charge. Yeah. They get returned. Well, I want it returned right now. Well, you want to check out right now? <laughs> you know, she's supposed yeah. to stay there tonight. Anyways, all right. I'm done. All right. Well, uh, check us out on Twitter. 
uh, twitter.com slash I-O-L-T-O-S. And uh, you can go to our website, IOnlyLikeTheirOldStuff.com. Or email us at IOnlyLikeTheirOldStuff at gmail.com. Later. I rock the mic and make the crowd shake ho. People, if you're ready to ride, then let's go. The older the wine, the more vintage each sentence. Mature like stock dropped on beat. Soul in its highest peak, the Black Panther.